I know. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Days Fused Podcast. Your weekly dose of insanity brought to you by your host, Morris. Strap yourself in. Turn up the volume. Unplug the lights. It's showtime. Hey there, Fusers. I'm Morris. Welcome to the very first episode of Days Fused Podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by Habits. Accompanying people around the world daily since cavemen were touching themselves. With me today, I've got Daniel, so let's take a bite and defuse. Alright, here we go. Wikipedia states, a habit is a routine or behaviour that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. Days Fused. Dreaming reality. Daniel, welcome to the Days Fused podcast. Have you been listening to it in the past? Yeah, 100%. It's been great. <laughs> well, this is, this is the very first episode, so I'm very excited to have you on, and I'm really excited to actually be finally doing this. It's taken me forever and a day to even get to this point of starting it, and I thought it would be great to have you on because today we are talking about habits. Now, I think habits can be defined as good habits or bad habits, and other ones can be really thrown in the middle where they're good and bad but usually it's something that we do repeatedly and and it's something that is more on a subconscious level rather than say an addiction which is more on a conscious level but a similar type of thing um well do you well i was gonna say like um they wouldn't say like with people saying about neutral habits mm. You're not going to say, oh, no, I woke up this morning, I lost two kilo. Like, <laughs> is that a habit? Because, you know, no one's going to say, if it's desirable, they're not going to say it's a habit. They're going to just say, oh, well, that was fortunate. Fair call. Like, especially if you're losing two kilos a day every day. Well, maybe it's... not a day, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but also, if it's on a subconscious level, then it could definitely be a habit. And talking about losing weight, that's that's something that uh, that... that is plaguing my life at the moment. So I've actually started a, an abusive relationship, and it's with it's with my new my new friend called Xiao. Um, Xiao is from China, and they abuse me every single day. But I, I hang around and I try and impress them each day to try and improve the relationship. It doesn't work. Um, Xiao's short for Xiaomi. It's my scale, and it tells me I'm obese almost every day. And not only that, like if I go onto the app and I look at it, it's showing me exactly what I need to improve and what's doing well. But it doesn't show me the, the good things first. It's a, it's a true dragon mother, this, this scale of mine. It, it says you're too fat, you've got too much fat. It, it shows two different types of fat, does like it visceral, say, visceral it, fat and, and whatever the other fat is. Um, <laughs> does it tell you you're lazy? <laughs> no, and the it doesn't fat slap me. And lazy. It, it says I'm not drinking enough water. I believe um, that. And even even when it's telling me good things, it's laced with like really, really cruel in, uh, underlines. Like it, it says to me, "You've had a lot of protein, right?" I'm like, "Great, finally, I've got something good." And there's like too much protein, so you can't win. That's the one thing I had. I only had protein going for me. Oh, I'm not drinking enough water, allegedly. Um, I'm drinking quite quite significantly too little water, um, and uh, my muscle. Allegedly is perfect. So, like, like I think I think what it's trying to do because you look confused. What I think it's trying to do is keep me on board a little bit. So it's like kicking you in the face and going, oh, "I'm sorry, here's a lolly," right? So it, it's it's trying to get me a little bit happy, so I'm motivated to get more of those the, that that dopamine kind of kicking through because I've got a little bit there. Yeah, I'm. Um, I don't really care so much for the um, 
for the uh, what are we going to call them? Each um, analytical, you know, um, category. You got to take them with a grain of salt as well. Because yeah. it's honestly, it's just something I'm standing on in the bathroom so yeah. I get the last laugh, Me- really. Well, you know, who's, and, yeah, who, who's abusing who, really? And if there's no <laughs> scale in the bathroom next time you come here, it's probably buried out in the backyard. Yeah. Just, just be aware of that. Um, there's only so much I can take. <laughs> but what about the scale? It seems like it's <laughs> taking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 back off. That's, yeah. that's one of the habits that I, I really wish I could get back into. So you and I, we used to go running a lot together. Once or twice. We, we would go several kilometres each time. Do you remember, like, at our peak of, like, going running? 14. 14 kilometres, and that was yeah. many times a week, right? Yeah. Um, and now, the last time I went running was not even in this country. It was when I was over in Indonesia, and I was so confident that I could run a marathon without any training that I didn't train. Was that 2017, or...? No, it was 2019, okay. just before this global pandemic kicked off. And I went over there, went to the to central Java to a place called um, Borobudur. It's a, a an ancient temple there, and I ran a marathon. And I tell you what, I injured myself so badly by running without training that I think um, it put me off. It stopped me from wanting to go out and go running because I had torn ligaments everywhere. I like plantar fasciitis. I had shin splits. I tore my ligaments in my hip flexors and everything. But now that I'm back at that point, I'm like, all right, time time to go out running. I buy some awesome shoes. I buy some other awesome shoes and I don't don't get out there. So that's a habit I want to break. That's that's something where I want to get out there because you know what? I I go to my happy place when I'm running. I I can finally think clearly. I can focus on one thing at a time. And and when I'm done that 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 endorphin rush that you kind of get afterwards where you just, it kind of lifts the fog that you have every day if you're just kind of sitting at home, eating bad food and drinking and not doing much else. I don't know. How do you feel about like exercise? I feel that, yeah, we definitely don't do nearly enough like um, compared to what I used to do, Mm. um, which um, a lot of people said it was uh, too much, which I wouldn't say, well, I don't really say it's a bad habit because I didn't mix it up, but um, I'd love to get back to that too, but... As you know, you get a bit older, it gets a bit harder because you're busy with work. Like sure. for me, that's that's my problem is I have too much work to do yeah. and not enough time to do my work, which means my uh, fitness suffers. Yeah, and there's no time afterwards for you to, like, we we both do physical work, um, and so when we get home, the last thing on our mind is to continue doing more physical things. Work. Yeah. Right? So that that makes it really tough uh, and, for you and for me, and and we're busier now than we were when we were younger. Yeah. But also on top of that, we are older. Our body doesn't recover as quickly as it does. Like mm. if you go out and have a big night drinking or if you go out for a nice long run or, or you know, you have a fall because <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> yeah. I left my walker at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, then it it's, takes us significantly longer to recover. Yeah. I've, I cracked over the 80, 80 kilogram mark um, for all of last year. Wow. The whole of last year. That's amazing. That's and pretty heavy, mate. The year before that. Well, I, I was going to say I also did the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I know it's heavy. But the, but the year before that, I, I was down at 65 kilos. Really? 65. Really? One year before that. Wow. I was, really? I was really not eating a lot, though. I was, I was, I was definitely trying to lose the weight. And, and for me, I found that that was another habit that I had to break, which was my eating. So, yeah, it's tricky. They say if they say food is 
but they say sugar's hard to give up, but really it's um, dietary habits is the hardest, is the biggest mm. addiction I'm I'm aware of. Well, look, if you if you want to see what hardcore addictions like, try not well, eating for two without, days. Without you feel it. <laughs> without without going to the um, ridiculous scale of the. I, I shouldn't suggest for scale. People, I shouldn't suggest people not to eat for two days. No, nah, ignore that advice. It'll um, actually cause your body to go into starvation mode and start packing um, weight on. For how long though? Well, it depends because your body doesn't know when it's going to get fed next. So it actually, you'll find you'll start gaining mass if you eat um, intermittently. Yeah, right. I look the way that I ended up doing it is I tried to cut two things out of my diet, and the first week was always going to be the hardest for that. But I tried to cut out refined sugar. Uh, what I mean by that is, say I want to have a glass of orange juice, no problems. Even though that is not good for you if you're trying to lose weight and you've got a glass of orange juice there. <laughs> um, and but. But like I wouldn't put sugar into into anything I'm eating, and if there was an option between having, say, a glass of Coca-Cola or a or a glass of water, I'd always pick the water. So sugar was one of those things I tried to cut down, and wheat. I just took wheat off the table because I eat a lot of bread, I eat a lot but, of other things, and I was losing about a kilo a day. Yeah, that wheat, specifically wheat, yeah. is the biggest um, contributing factor for my uh, for my weight. Yeah, now you've, and uh, weight loss. You you've cut weight in the past very quickly uh, and to yeah. the point where people think that either you're dying from some disease or or you're on some type of drug because yeah. you lose it very quickly in your face and you get those pronounced cheek yeah bones. i i look back at some of the pictures and you scary right you get i look at it and go yeah my face looked terrible but wow. everywhere else looked fantastic so it's a love-hate relationship <laughs> but even at work i'd get people commenting at me and i'd get um clients they would um, they'd tell me to stop. They'd go, can you stop? I don't like looking at you. That's, that's not very nice. That's not very nice. They're, they're kind of jerks, but you know, you yeah. get that. But they pay you, so... Uh, you do good in the, one of those um, fetish uh, strip clubs or something where you get to wear a gimp mask, but like, <laughs> get the rest of your gear off. They'll be like, damn, he's, Topli- he's all right. And you're, you're Topless got, waiting. <laughs> no, you've got the ball in your mouth. It's like, yeah, you are fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, but that's like that's a level of commitment that most people would would um, think was uh, obsessive, yeah. um, because you really to get that you really have to commit, and it's it's not just like going, oh, I feel like this, or I feel like that. It's no, you're doing it this way. You it's very strict and what? people tempt, try and tempt me all the time like uh, try and give me chocolate or sweets or mm. but you have to stick to it but the problem with that weight loss method it's not specifically recommended by a specific any specific doctor but it's a system that i came up by myself that i found that works well for me mm. but um you can't stay on it long term it's for sh- it's for short stints so um, it gets you into the right frame of mind and the right um, mass, more specifically, before you can actually work on the long-term goals. But um, if you stayed on it for more than a month, mm. you're probably going to suffer from malnutrition. So I used to do three weeks on, I'd do a week off, and then if I hadn't reached my goal by that stage, I'd do another three weeks, but usually it wasn't more than than that um, duration, but there was definitely a week in between of regular eating to replenish what I was actually losing. What were you eating on your diet? My diet is uh, actually a lot of vegetables, 
um, mostly vegetables, no wheat, no sugar, um, water, no, ah, uh, well, depends what time, <laughs> it depends, depends when you got me, but, um, but I did, um, I You weren't drinking at home or anything, it was just if you were out and other friends were drinking? Uh, sometimes, ah, uh, depends on my day, but, um, originally, no, there was absolutely no alcohol whatsoever, but, um, as the years roll on, um, I did still have, um, I was still drinking alcohol, but nothing fizzy, nothing, oh, maybe, you could have soda water, mm. But um, no, no proper soft drink or anything. Like um, the most extreme I'd go is usually orange juice, mm. which people say is bad for you. But you know, it depends where you your perspective is. Now, so. <laughs> well, you know, it's bad for you as opposed to water, but it's not as bad as Coca-Cola. Sure, sure. So what's you know what's you know what's bad as opposed to. You know, it all comes down to perspective. When, when you tape it off from the end of your diet, so once you've reached your optimal size and, and, and what have you, how would you tape it back into normal food again? Well, it's actually more of a, it's more of a um, progression. So it doesn't actually, it's not static. You don't just stick with one, to one thing mm. because um, once you get to your desired, uh, well, it's not, you don't get to your goal just on that diet. That's the precursor to your fitness because your diet changes as you change. Sure. So depending where your goal is, like I used to be a weightlifter, mm. so I used to do lots of uh, lift heavy things. Mm. So um, most people would would uh, use the method of bulking first. So you, you know you you got your muscle, but then you got all your fat on top of it, mm. and then they would try and strip back afterwards to try and. Um, to see the results after the fact, but it makes your moving and your posture during the process quite um, constricted, and it's uh, you have less energy. So I decided that I would strip down first, and yeah, it takes a lot more effort to build your muscle up afterwards, but I, I found that my movement and my posture specifically was far improved mm. doing it this way. And if it took me longer, it didn't really matter too much to me. Yeah. Because on along the journey you do have the you do have the the positive results. Did you find you were losing a lot of muscle gains as well? Oh yeah, you lose you lose yeah you lose a bit of everything. You try and use the muscles as much as you can to to promote the um you know to promote staying mm. because your body if you're using it your body will usually leave it alone mostly it'll, it'll eat down the other muscles it'll eat down, yeah so it'll eat down the other things you don't use first <laughs> sure sure but um you do get um you do have to change your diet though but that's my favorite diet mm. is after the first diet because when you're going into the weights to to um you know Bulk. Hitting the protein. And yeah. So still not trying to do like you do a little bit of carbs, but not mm. not much. What's, um, what's your protein regime? Is it mainly chicken? See, green veggies. I don't. Like, yeah, definitely green veg. Well, actually, not just green veggies. It's you want a minimum five colors of vegetables. Sure. Minimum. Sure. So, so dark green, light green, mint green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there. <laughs> what, what do you mean by five colors? Um, well, that's the easy. That's the layman's way of figuring out which variety of vegetables to have because that way you get a variety because the different colors of vegetables are an indication that they have different nutrients in them so like pumpkin or sweet potato no. would be under the okay okay most people do pumpkin pumpkin doesn't work for me i got a personal gripe against pumpkin quite starchy as well though but um so what would be what what are, what are your favorite of the five colors 
bowls, capsicum, corn, peas. I do love sweet potato, don't get me wrong. Red or green capsicum? Red capsicum. Okay, and then you've got, of course, because you've yeah. got your green. Yeah. yeah and and the peas are green. Um, then there's broccoli and cauliflower. I really, I really like cauliflower, but um, there was a study recently on, um, on was it broccoli or I think it was cauliflower as a study, and I can't remember what it was now that we're talking about it, yeah, yeah. but I do remember there was a downside to eating cauliflower. And I was really bummed out about it. That sucks. Yeah. What, uh, carrots? Carrots are, yeah. Maybe on the orange side. So yeah. I'd make up these, I've got- Squash for yellow? No, corn. 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 I've got corn. Okay. So um, I'd make these big vats of vegetable soup yeah. and then I'd portion them up into Ziploc bags and then freeze them. Yeah. And then I'd make like a month's supply at a time. What about seasoning with it? Would you be putting much salt in that at all? Um, I'd put a bit of vegetable salt, but that's not much. It's for uh, like a 20 litre pot. When you say vegetable salt, you mean MSG, don't you? No, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually sensitive to MSG. So right. no, I don't mean MSG. Okay. Um, it's, um, it's, uh, I can't remember like, the brand, I have to look it up, but, mm -hmm. um, you buy it from Woolies, yeah, um, okay. but, um, I put it like, when I say vegetable salt, I'd be putting maybe, I don't know, um, one tablespoon in, in maybe 20 litres, 20 litres. Yeah. so that, that's not a lot. that goes, that goes long, but yeah, the yeah. point is, it's not about taste, mm. that's the dedication that I was mm. speaking about beforehand. Mm. Mm. It's not about, oh, well, I like it this way. It's, I want my results. Mm. I'm going to have to dig deep. So, but usually that would be um, more towards um, dinner time. I'll have that because it's hot. It's, when it's nice to have something hot at night. Yeah. And um, when you're, especially in winter, like that's where it really, um, where it really shows. Because in, in summer, you want to look good. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> in winter as well, you find yourself doing this in winter a lot. So you're not doing it three, three courses a day? Either. Um, what I'll try and do mm. is um, I'll try and have a little bit of dairy in the morning, not too much, like a bit of yogurt, sure. um, maybe, usually I'll put it into a smoothie with some berries and mm -hmm. maybe some baby spinach mixed in with it and okay. blended. Okay. Um, but then um, for lunch I'll try and have a salad, like some roughage and that. Yeah, sure. So, you know, tomato, lettuce, yeah. you know. Do you ever get that, uh, like, do you... But that voice of common sense in your head, which isn't always common sense, but it's just kind of telling you the easy route that you should be taking. Where yeah, yeah, you get where that. It's like, why don't you just um, why don't you just have like one Mars bar today? Yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, and then you, you have to kind of like fight that urge that no, keeps on you coming just, through. No, you've made a decision. Mm. You stick to it. That's the biggest. That's the biggest issue. Like, yeah. if you're going to commit to something, you can't just decide this is how I'm going to be. Mm. and then have no accountability for it. Like, mm. you've made the choice, that is your conscious choice, it is your choice. Yeah. But once you make that choice, it's your responsibility to stick to that choice. But is and it, is it it's, just... It's not easy, like it's, mm. it's never easy. Like, even when I'm working out, mm. like when, you're, when I'm working out, I wanna stop. Yeah. Especially when we were running, we were running 14 kilometers mm. in under an hour. Like that, to some people that may not be very difficult, but for us, we're, I'm a short ass, yeah. running's well, hard for me. We also, we also get quite competitive when we run with each other as well. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the point. And, and, and it really helps, but like there's always times where either you're more fit than me or I'm clearly more fit than you. It's never that we're on the same pace as each other yeah. for a long period of time. And I remember there was one time that we were running around my place, and it was like my parents' place, sorry. And um, it was back 
this route that I used to always run by myself and I'd always finish it. And I had this like personal like thing that's like, I can never let Dan beat me on my home turf <laughs> kind of thing. And um, we'd done a significantly long run, but we were coming back kind of a wide route back down to, to their place. And, and there's like this home stretch, which is like the last bit of road that goes all the way down. And, and Dan was way ahead of me for probably the last three kilometers. And in my mind, I'd given up. I was just like, there's no way that I'm going to catch up to him and beat it. Is that? And then I'm like, Mike, it's okay. You don't need to win at everything. You don't need to beat him at everything. It's all right. And then I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of getting my fifth wind. <laughs> and, and so I started copying your, your foot pace. And then I just sped it up a little bit. And I noticed that I was starting to catch up to you. And you were slowing down a little bit too at that, that last... It gets tired. You bit. get tired. And then we came around the corner and you were only maybe 100 meters ahead of me at that stage. I was like... I might be able to do this. And then that little voice inside my head was gone. Like, as soon as I could see that I could get this thing done, I was like, I'm on it. And I didn't care if it killed me. <laughs> like, we're just going for a, a fun run, right? Yeah. But, but in my mind, I'm just like, do it. Was it. The, it, was it was do like, or die. Yeah, yeah. And so I just went full ball. And I, and I think I heard a little whimper as I came past you. <laughs> the whimper was probably from me. Yeah. Um, and, and, or, or, or our shoes. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, leave us alone. And, and, you know, I ended up getting back there first and like, look, it's not really that important. But for me at the time, it was important and it wasn't important for me to beat you. It was important for me to see that a task is impossible, but really it's not. Your mind power is incredible and people don't give themselves enough credit to, to what their mind can really help them achieve. And when I set that goal to fail and then I realized no you know what I can probably do this and so I started trying to do it and then I did do it that was the big thing for me it wasn't about beating you it was about beating myself essentially like beating my own my own fears my own failures um and that can transfer into the rest of your life really well so you with your dieting you know there were times I'm sure where you wanted just to have something really high carbs or something really fatty or something oily or something salty you know those desires that we get on the inside yeah. and when you didn't I bet you you felt great about yourself well not at the time like I'm like you're, you're, <laughs> you're dying to have some chips and Doritos or deep fried chicken and like but, but when you didn't the next morning when you woke up were you, did you ever like look back and go wow I'm kind of proud of myself for not failing there yeah and then when you go to the scales and you look at the scales and you're like oh i've lost so many kilo oh, and you've got a nice set of scales not like me yeah oh, i didn't i didn't get the fancy scales which told me i was fat i just got the ones that told me my weight <laughs> and instead of getting distracted by the other uh i just yeah. i just, it'd be funny if the scales actually spoke as well yeah because they're just i reckon if i got on there it'd be like <laughs> one at a time please yeah. <laughs> Oh, my life is flashing before my eyes. Stop, stop, get off, get off. Yeah, not like, anyway. Uh, yeah. um, so, I, I, I think one thing that you and I have both been quite guilty of in the past as well is overworking. Like, there, there's always that, that saying where they say, work, work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Yet, a lot of the time we find ourselves working harder. Well, <laughs> if you can work smarter... And harder. And harder, or... Work harder at working smarter. <laughs> it's be smarter um, at working harder. Yeah. One uh, of those two. Yeah. But like, I, I, I think, you know, we, we could take some of these lessons that we've learned doing other things in our lives and, and, and put it like, put it as a transfer over into other things where we feel that we're not so successful. You definitely can. But, um, for fitness is a pretty, li it's, 
black and white? It's, it is pretty black and white. Mm. Um, you know if you're going to go get candy, mm. it's not going to be productive. But in the rest, other parts of your life, like with work and industry, mm. it does get a little bit more convoluted because it's not one or the other. There's a series of decisions which can be made that can affect you in, in either beneficial or in an adverse way. Mm. Um, it, it's not as simple like definitely can apply the theory to it mm. but the way life seems to work is you don't know what's coming around the corner like who knew that you know after january in 2020 mm. you're not gonna be allowed out of your house half the time or it, was, it wasn't january it was march they put that in but it was around in Depen january depends where you were in the world really yeah um we're really lucky being being able to live in sydney um australia where right now it's almost like everything's back to normal and hopefully that kind of flows onto the rest of the world as well you know i feel sorry for all these countries where people are really struggling um and where this virus has really got a huge grip on people's life like i feel that covid's changed culture the way that we work the way that we live the way that we you know order things online it's it's all so different to the way it used to be right well it was it was kind of there in the background although it has been becoming more predominant and as time goes on but it really did surge it forwards i feel mm -hmm. for the um stay at home mentality where you don't have to leave your house to get what you want yeah i think i think that's probably also um adding to people's like mental illness um if, if there was something you know sub lying there it, I think that may be bringing it more up to the surface, like being locked in one place all day, every day, not being able to actually go out into the world. Well, I think depression would be through well, the roof right now. Yeah, I think so, because there's a, there's a place where that's been, you know, it's been uh, common in history. Mm. Prison is where that is, and it's sure. similar to prison. Like, sure. surely you don't, you know, it's not exactly the same you don't have guards watching over you and whatnot sure. and you still have a lot more freedoms than you would if you were in prison but still yeah. being locked in a one place and not being able to leave mm. is definitely going to have uh, not a positive effect on you and obviously it, i think it would uh it would um kill your motivation like like what are you you're gonna you can't even leave to go to the beach mm. um you can't go see your friends um, you know, going birth, to the movies, going, going out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah, all of those things. They, they really do get affected by it, don't they? Has uh, there been a time in your life where one of your habits has uh, gotten you into trouble? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what, know, just, I, know, just, I know exactly where your mind went just then. Just, just, which, which <laughs> just, just one, yeah. <laughs> Is, what, 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 what came, uh, came so, to um, when you first thought of that? Uh, there's a couple of things. <laughs> um, I um, well, I'll, I'll do the I'll do the tame, more tame of them. Sure, we'll but um, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, just trying to okay. I am um, I am one of my hobbies is racing. When you say racing, you mean uh, racing cars? Okay. Yeah. So motor racing. Sure. And um, expensive hobby. Expensive. Well, not if you don't do it regularly, because if your car's always getting fixed <laughs> it's expensive but not expensive because yeah sure. it could be more expensive sure. it's, not, it's what, not cheap what type of cars do you race oh just you know 90s japanese although now i don't want to race them because they're they're worth too much yeah and parts are getting harder and harder to find it's so hard to get um 90s japanese so are you more of a um like a a86 type of person or more like the supra kind of person 
I um, I'm I'm more the uh, super kind of person. Yeah, so you like your but, six bangers. But most people would uh, steer towards the uh, GDR side of things in Australia. Like Nissan. The Nissan side, mm. yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's got him in trouble before. Like you get a little bit excited, or you know, you got the guy next to you just egging you on a little bit. You get a little bit too happy, and yeah. You know, you, you do something silly in front of the police as you drive past them. Well, tell, tell, me, a, tell me a story of what's <clears> happening. I um, was driving uh, um, down Ashley Street in Chatswood and wanted sure. to turn right on the, onto the Pacific Highway. Okay. <clears throat> it's a greater than 90 degree turn. Sure. I was part of a, a, a car club court. Days fused. Way to blow that out so no one gets in trouble. Oh, yeah, like... actually, yeah. <clears throat> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> if I but, remember, I will do it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So, so you're part of a club. A part of a club where we did drifting. Yes. And we, um, I was coming up to the corner and uh, limited time and it was just, just everything lined up and it just made me think I was on the, didn't, I knew I wasn't on the track, but it was just the same feeling as I was coming up to the turn. Mm. You know, had a look to my, you know, check my rear view, no one was behind me and there was no one coming back the other way. There was no one turning. Um, the lights was, were perfectly red for everyone else. Still had a look around to my left. Everyone was just sitting there, first few cars, everyone's just not moving. Had a look to my right as I was entering the corner. No one's moving, so I had plenty of room. So I decided to come through this corner completely sideways. Um, linked it all the way around and then hooked into a crab walk for, an, for the next 200 meters because, you know, I was younger. Well, I want to say I was young, but younger. Um, what, what type of car was this? Oh, this is a Mark, Mark III Supra, like the old, right. old one. Oh, so you're fishtailing a little bit down No, there. no, not fishtailing, crab walking. What's the difference? Fishtailing is where you go from one side to the other. Crab walking is where you st you, you're static. You're, you're staying at one angle, but traveling uh, in, the in one direction, but sideways. Commonly called drifting. Commonly called drifting, but drifting is a rather broad term. Sure. But a crab walk is very specific. You just you're basically sitting at 45 plus, yeah. and you're just basically dragging down the street. Unfortunately for me, there was a cop car sitting uh, car number six back from the pole position yeah. in that section. They, they didn't appreciate your uh, beautiful technique. <laughs> yeah, they were they were less than impressed with my. Uh, <laughs> with my display. Did they crap walk after you or? Uh, no, they, they went very straight to the point with the party lights on and of course I was uh, quick to oblige to their instructions. So I pulled over side street, safety, yes. you know, yes. you can't get out on the main road. It's yep. dangerous for everyone. Turned, the, uh, turned around the corner, you know, engine off, lights off, license out, just out the window that's that, that's for them you they can have that going. yeah they can have that one oh. they marched up to the car and they didn't want my license straight away they wanted me to get out of the car of course they, they walked up and said get out of the car <laughs> did they grab the keys and like throw them across the street or anything like that oh no i was i was pretty compliant so they i think they were pretty you know responded pretty well and the first thing he said to me he goes what the were you doing? <laughs> and I looked up and I literally went, um, um, yeah, I was just being an idiot. And he goes, you're damn right you were. 
<laughs> you're like, how do I answer this? <laughs> you're like pulling a straight line at a 45 degree angle is what I was doing. Yeah. Um, I was so giving fresh rubber lines to the road. I had to agree with everything they had to say. Um, yeah, and uh, they, you know, they they were pretty good considering the circumstances. What so. they, they hit you with in the end? A warning. Oh, you got lucky. Well, yeah, I, to be honest, I laid it on pretty thick. Yeah. Um, told them exactly what they wanted to hear. Yeah. Absolutely. As soon as my wheels break traction, obviously I've lost completely. I've completely lost control of the vehicle. Um, anything could happen. I could, you know, I could kill myself. Um, absolutely. That's it's not acceptable in our society. That that was generally the line. Sometimes that's that's all they really want to hear, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not saying that it's untrue, but I'm not saying... It depends, like... If you say... Um, like, if you say that every time you speed, you will die... Yeah. You look at any professional racer, how often have they died? Yeah, well... With the exception of, let's say... Well, there are... It's, there's a couple of people, but we're, talk, we're going on with extenuating circumstances. I wasn't doing 200 k's an hour. Yeah. I was doing 50 kilometers an hour. Yeah. So, um... I, oh, God. What happened? Oh, the camera fell yeah. down. So, I'm, I, I feel like this is, is way... Like, our feedback on this is way too loud. So, I'm just moving the microphones further away. I hope that works better. <laughs> that that kind of looks cool. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, yeah, there's there's been times in the past where I've gotten quite lucky with yeah. with, with driving things, and <laughs> I, I I'm just starting to think back of the times that you and I have uh, been together when when we've done silly things with our cars. More so, me doing silly things every time we're together. <laughs> like, uh, I, there's two things that come to mind. I've got away. one very specifically. Oh, uh, I think I know which one you'll see it into my mind. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll bring up the other one first. Then um, there was a time that we were driving down one of the main highways in, in in Australia, the Pacific Highway, which runs the kind of the east east coast of Australia from what, from Melbourne to the top of Queensland, really, doesn't it? Um, More or less. They, the name changes as you go, but it's the same road. Yeah. So, um, we were driving along that and I had a BMW M5 at the time and that thing was just so easy to go a little bit quicker than you probably should be going. And I ended up, uh, going quite fast down the highway and Dan's leaning across because it's what, it was a Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Saturday night. Yeah. And you're like, what were you saying? I was saying, uh, cool it. The cops are out <laughs> along this route at this time of night. So you should cool and do the speed limit and i was like ah it's all right it's all right we just need to turn just up here and um lo and behold there was a police car following us and i turned around into this side street and i started flying down and going back roads and we ended up pulling up outside the house that we were going to just as they kind of caught up to us and i lied through my teeth like they came up and they were pretty much foaming at the mouth but i think because when they saw us speeding i say us <laughs> uh, when they saw us, because it's a group effort. When they, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when when they saw us going down the road, they they knew we were flying, um, but they didn't get uh, they didn't get a reading off us. So when he came up and, and started speaking to us, he's like, "Do you know how fast you were going?" I was, and I just basically said, "Yeah, I was going the speed limit. I was wasn't speeding. Blah 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 blah. I want to see the readout." And they ended up, you know, saying, "Look, you'll get you'll get a ticket in the mail," and it never came. So I dodged a bullet there. But you know what? I any any time. I'm going down the highway along that route nowadays. I'm just like, 
you know what? Spare them as fine along yeah. here. I'll just stick to that. My um, favorite, my, one of my one of my other fun memories of that night was uh, after we pulled up and the police pulled up behind us. Yeah. Um, everyone started coming out of the house and the police were telling them to go back inside, but they didn't want to go back inside. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. that's a way to turn up to a party. Yeah. Police yeah, escort, yeah. you know, in tow. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, there's another time, which, ah, oh, we're living in for me, I guess. Um, <laughs> you, you had your old Supra. Yeah. Um, and, and I had a A86, which is an, also a Toyota but a four cylinder version yeah um, both rear wheel drive and I'd just gotten this thing I'd, I had the brakes changed I think you know a couple of days earlier than that and I saw you on the side of the road and I thought it'd be fun to kind of give you a bit of a uh, a, a little race and so <laughs> we raced down this hill which was back down near where you used to live it was actually the st- it was the same yeah, street you lived on. Yeah, street, yeah. Yeah. And at with the bottom, speed bumps. With speed bumps. Oh, but I, I didn't care for them. I was I was going gung-ho. And yeah, in my no, mind, I thought I was winning, you know, because I was in front of you. Yeah, I'm there going, I'm beeping my horn, I'm flashing my lights, going, Mikey, stop, Mikey, stop, Mikey, stop. And why would I want to stop? Oh, that's right. There's a fork at the bottom of the road. Yeah. Now, one, one, if, you, if you wanted to turn left at the bottom of the road, it kind of hooks back up on itself up a hill. So there's no way you're going to be able to take that at speed. And then if you want to go right, you kind of have to be already on the right-hand side of the road. So in my wisdom, I thought I'd turn left, um, yet the car decided it wanted to go straight. And it, it flew down into a ditch. I, I don't know how fast I was going, but it was definitely <laughs> it was not, fast. It wasn't that slow. It wasn't that slow. We looked back at the lock-up lines that I had, and they were, what, 20 metres, 15 metres, something uh, like that. They were, they were, they were pretty long, because I was following you, yeah. and all of a sudden there was just smoke from your tyres when you hit the brakes. At the finish I could, line. I could, just, <laughs> <laughs> I could just see your taillights through the smoke, and yeah. then all of a sudden they went up. Yeah, so that that was a blessing in disguise, that one. That was the silver lining of that accident. I ended up hitting a ditch, which kind of flung the car up on the side of the driver's side and went between two trees that I wouldn't have been able to fit through if said car was still level, hor- level with the ground. So managed to, like, dodge two big bullets, really, <laughs> and, and land in the ground. And, and earlier on that night, I'd just been at an award ceremony. So I, I was a hockey player back then. And um, it was kind of... They had a competition for uh, best headwear for the for the award ceremony. And I decided to go as an injured player. And I had an old hockey uh, goalie helmet. And I cut a, cut a ball in half and I kind of attached it to the top. And then I had fake blood all over my face. And then I was wearing a suit which had fake blood all over it. <laughs> and so when this accident happened, the, the house that I ended up landing in front of... They, they had a rose garden out the front, but it was a tiered rose garden, right? So it had the top top section, the middle section, and the bottom section with just like a brick wall holding the dirt up. So when the car landed, it pushed the top wall onto the next wall onto the next wall, which kind of just softened the landing really nicely. But then the car was pointing right at their living room and the, the owners of the house, they were sitting there having tea because they were waiting for their kid to come home. And suddenly this car flies up and they thought I was the Uber. Hang on, this is well before Uber. Yeah, they, they, they thought I was the person giving their daughter a lift home, uh, which thank God I wasn't. Um, but but uh, getting out of the car, I actually bit a section of my tongue off. And so I couldn't really speak too well. And I was spitting out a little bit of blood, but I also had all the fake blood. And they wanted to call the ambulance. We knew a dodgy tow truck driver yeah. who, who managed to pull the car out and, and get me out of trouble before any police came. And the owners of the house didn't call the police, which was... Very nice. Very nice of them, but oh, I wish we had photos of that night. 
Uh, yeah, I wish we had dash cams. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, that would, but that would be fun. It, didn't, it didn't help that when everyone, when anyone saw you... We've still got the audio from from the... <gasps> nice catch. How did I catch that? I'm so glad that I was there to see that, because otherwise... <sighs> I hate it when I'm there and I do an awesome catch and no one's there to see it. I think we're recording still with the GoPros, though. Yeah? Still mm. recording with the GoPros? I oh, might be able to see it. Alright, um, let's let's finish that story off and then wrap things up. Yeah. Because we're, we're pushing um, pushing 45 minutes already, which is pretty good. I'll, I might oh, edit great. it down a little bit. But, um, yeah, so what were you saying? We were, we were talking about the accident at the bottom of that yeah. street. Yeah, or that road. Well, it didn't help because uh, when the residents came out, yeah. you then said... You said you were feeling woozy and then putting on the act that you were injured. And then <laughs> then you, you first up went, nah, I'm just kidding with you. But then their neighbour came to investigate and then you did exactly the same thing again. you got to admit it was funny in hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, but... <laughs> oh, dear. All right, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It was really awesome to have you on here. Thanks Maybe we can have you as a as a regular guest. Um, you know, let's... We've got plenty of stories. We, we do <laughs> have plenty of stories. Let's see how it goes. It's going to be a weekly podcast. And um, look, if you're out there listening, um, yeah, feel free to uh, write a comment anywhere you, you can find uh, the Days Fused uh, podcast written up. Um, thank you for listening in. It has been awesome to have you guys here. Hopefully, um, we'll be able to improve over the days. And um, holy moly, it, you're you're hitting the table, aren't you? No, okay, it's just me. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for being. Um, <laughs> I say thank you for listening. There's like probably like one person listening, and that's me listening to make sure that the you know podcast got uploaded. But anyway. Good times. Thank you, Daniel, for coming on. Thank you for everyone staying dazed and confused with um, with me. And um, until next time, hooroo. These days are now fused. Another week's done. Tune in once again and enjoy much more fun.